Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, we're hearing every day uh, the, the health numbers, uh, how many cases, how many new cases, how many deaths, how many recovered, all of this sort of thing. Uh, again, and another big concern here is mental health and how we are dealing with all of this and how we stay grounded during uncertain times. And will this be something that psychologically is with us long after COVID-19 uh, is gone. Let's bring in Linda Duxbury, professor of management, Sprott School of Business, Carleton University, and with us now. Linda, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm as well as can be expected, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think that's pretty much the stock answer that we're getting here, Linda. Um, we talk about uh, the effects and, and, and the health effects and such of COVID-19, uh, the stats and, and, and how many numbers there are. are. Are we Do we fully have a grasp of how this is going to affect us mentally, both now and coming out of this? Um, so as you probably know, my area is work-life balance, stress, uh, employee well-being, etc. And, of course, like any good academic, I'm already studying this issue. And uh, the, the, I think what we're seeing is a lot of people are experiencing a really strong emotional impact from this whole thing. It's not business as usual. You know, you were talking about my daughter's doing this, my son's doing that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we've, we've either, A, expected a lot of people to work at home in places where they ha- they're not set up for it. They don't have access to the kind of equipment. They've got lousy um, uh, desk chairs, et cetera. Maybe they're working off in their bedroom, on the bed, whatever. Uh, at the same time, their partner's there, who may or may not have a job. At the same time, their kids are there, and they're expected to make sure that they do the whole uh, education piece because, hey, you know, that your kids are at home and we don't know when they're going to go back to school. And if you don't deliver, your kid may, may be, uh, you know, held back, whatever. So what we're really seeing is people are, are overwhelmed. They're frustrated. I think, um, and... One thing we're really noticing is sense of time. Every day seems the same. Yeah. So we used to really have a lot of indicators. We would get up, our kids would go to school, we would go to work, uh, we would come back, our kids would come back, we would have dinner. Uh, and on the weekend, it was a different pattern. But now, every day is the same. Our kids could be there. They're, they are there all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's a problem for people, yes. What about the transition back to work? Oh, God, that's I mean, be crazy. And, and, know, and you know, even think and even think about the new normal. Some may just end up staying home. Well, you know, somebody asked me that yesterday. Is it is is telework going to take off after this? Well, from from what we're doing so far, is people's experience with telework's not great. And it's not great because this is not ideal telework situation. When you telework, you should have a space for your office. You should have you should have childcare. You should have uh, you know uh, your partner not there. So people are people want the social contact, and I don't see that they're going to be as keen as a lot of people think to to telework permanently. But, you know, um, Linda, when all of this, before all of this COVID-19 stuff started, uh, people were content 
not being face to face. It seems that the next generation is is doing more uh, virtually than they are uh, doing face to face. And we were wondering if a society, if we were just becoming so isolated now that we have been forced into isolation, what will the return back be? Do you think that there'll be more face to face situations or do you think and we're going to crave that? That the first they say, what's the first thing you're going to do? And they're going to actually hug somebody. You know, I was thinking the same thing. They're going to go out for dinner with somebody. They're going to, like, they want the physical contact. You know, it's it's interesting because we often diss these young people and say they're way too connected to their device. But they're connected to their device, but they're also connected to their peer group and their colleagues. What I'm hearing is that a lot of kids who are now not able to go into school are going, God, I wish I could go into school. And why do they want to go into school? So they can see their friends. Because they're finding that, in fact, the technology is not a one-to-one substitute. So I think, you know, I think it's going to, there'll be a big correction when we come back in terms of over-dependence on technology and our realization on what technology can do for us and what it's just simply not a good substitute for. Um, how are companies looking at this? You know, I, I was surprised that many companies just on a dime turned and, and, and started sending their employees home. I was surprised at, at, the, at the speed of all of this. Um, sending them home, but I think if we actually were to look, they're going to be getting quite significant productivity declines. Yeah. Though a lot of them don't want to recognize that. But if you're working from home and you're juggling trying to get something done, a deliverable, a Zoom call with your children also needing your attention and your spouse also there, I think you're going to find that, in fact, people are not able to be as productive. And this anxiety, stress, frustration, anger, guilt, grief that we're, we're starting to see in, in, the, in, the, in the population also is going to get away from uh, productivity. So, yes, companies have sent people home. They didn't really have a choice, did they? Uh, but I don't know that we've assessed what impact that's going to have on creativity, ability, ability to produce and deliver, et cetera. Linda Dukesbury has been with us, a professor of management, Sprott School of Business, Carleton University, and talking about the work-life balance. And can I just and, say one thing? Yeah, go Before ahead. I go, like, that sounded like a doom and gloom kind of thing. <laughs> but we have to recognize that it will eventually be over. And mm. that when it gets back to a new normal, there'll be a lot of positives there, too. There you go. Linda Dukesbury with us, Professor of Management, Sprott School of Business with Carleton University. Linda, thank you so much for the time and insight. Have a great weekend and be well. Oh, is it the weekend? Remember, I'm the one who doesn't understand time anymore. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Somebody else told me it was the weekend. I'm just assuming that it is. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, Linda. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.